You are listening to episode 296 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, party people. Welcome to the show. I am coming to you from Florida. I have I have been coming to you from Minnesota, and this week I'm coming to you from Florida. <laughs> it is much sunnier here, and as of today and yesterday, it's much warmer. In the first day or so we were here, it was quite cold, uh, quite overcast, a little bit rainy, and that has cleared away. Oh, it was really windy too. You know, it's one thing to go out when it's like damp outside, but man, to me, if it's super windy outside, I am fine staying on the inside. <laughs> so I'm here for a little family vacation, and it's been so nice. It's been so, so nice. So I hope your week has been nice. And as we are moving into February, I hope your beginning of your new month is going nicely too. As you all know, with these podcast episodes, some episodes are much more tangible in terms of what I'm sharing, what I'm maybe reminding you of, or perhaps helping you learn or understand on a deeper level from a tactical standpoint. And sometimes episodes are not so tactical and they're more... um, perhaps more on the mindfulness side of things, perhaps more um, touching on, you know, not fixing, not striving, but awareness and noticing. And I thought today's episode, as I was doing my usual pondering over, what what should we talk about this week? I was thinking about how, you know, a lot of us might be, a lot of us might have learned to hang our hats on methods, Hence the name Method Madness. (laughs) Methods, whether that is or was Atkins, South Beach, Keto, Whole Food Plant-Based, Low Fat, did I say Keto? (laughs) Paleo, Whole 30, Dry January, uh, Sugar-Free, Detoxes, Juice Cleanse. Uh, mold detox, you know, whatever, whatever the thing feels like that's being shown to you might be the answer to your woes. I suppose this week I wanted to offer a couple ideas on the method madness that even something like intuitive eating can be a method that we might feel we could hang our hats on. And I spoke about this a lot about a year ago, and then I kind of tapered off. But anti-dieting. That's a method that a lot of people have felt like they have needed to or have felt pressure to hang their hats on for whatever reasons, right? Whatever reasons they feel like they want to identify with the anti-diet or they definitely don't identify with dieting. So being anti-diet must be the thing that they then do identify with. I think same goes for intuitive eating or health at um, every size. Any of these movements or communities in I've been reading this amazing book um, called The Righteous Mind, Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion by Jonathan Haidt. Haidt, H-A-I-D-T. It's just fascinating. And part of the book 
is talking about why is it that as humans, we join in groups? Why is it that we identify as individuals? Clearly, we have individual bodies, we are individual beings, but why is it that whether it is being a sports fan or having a religion that you are a part of or a gym or a certain hobby or whatever other culture you desire to be a part of or you are a part of, what is it in community that we continue to have this very human part of us that has a desire for that? And, you know, I'm still reading the book. I also, I had to change rooms, so I hope the echo in here isn't too intense. But, you know, we are on family vacation. You can only find a couple little areas that are quieter. So hopefully this works. But when it comes to community, I think that's a really natural part of this proclivity a lot of us have towards going on a crash diet or some sort of method that gives us parameters and bumpers so if you've ever feel like, if you feel like you're the person where you kind of quote unquote fall for diets, whether that's intuitive eating, anti-dieting, Atkins, keto, whatever the, the you know, fascination of the day might be, I hope you offer yourself some grace around that because it's a really human and common thing. And it's actually, um, it's something that we have evolve to have that proclivity for to be part of a group to have structure to think about learning from your parents what you learn from your parents maybe you believe differently now right maybe your parents taught you things that weren't true or that you that actually don't align with your values as a person but it was safer for you as a child a beautiful smart amazing child to believe what your parents were telling you from an evolutionary standpoint and so I don't think it does us any favors to look back on any diets that we've done or that we might be in the middle of right now, hello, end of January, and to look at them with disdain. So today's episode is brief because I just want you to hold on to this little nugget of understanding that you are a human. The more you fight against that, man, <laughs> the more thinking you might be thinking and trying to get yourself out of your thinking as, as we tend to talk about on the show. And maybe all that really needs to change is instead of looking for a method for your madness or a method um, that's going to solve your hunger woes, your insatiable appetite, your inability to get off the couch, whatever, whatever it feels like it might be for you, you're falling back into old habits every time your period comes around, your perimenopause, whatever it might be, instead of feeling like there are these parts of you that need to be fixed... I hope you see that this is one more step back when we're kind of viewing ourselves as these creatures moving through these different periods in our lives. There's absolutely nothing wrong with falling into a method. And instead of seeing that method as wrong or bad, let's flip the switch on that thinking and let's look at, well, what did I learn? What have I noticed, right? If you did keto and it actually didn't feel so good after four weeks, what specifically didn't feel good? That's a learning moment. That's beautiful. In the same way that maybe you had a hobby and or a book club or something where it was innocence that brought you to it or a desire to be connected, a desire to have an outcome for something that you wanted. Maybe that book club wasn't the right book club. Does that mean all book clubs are bad? No. Maybe it was a beautiful fit. Maybe you had a book club for years. So you moved somewhere, you tried another one and it wasn't quite right. Notice how 
your brain might fall into all or nothing, black or white, this or that, either or thinking when it's confronted with something new. Our brains do that <laughs> because it, how do I put it? it? It saves our brains from having to engage in some critical thinking if we feel like we can just fall back on like it was good or it was bad, right? Then we don't really slip into our curiosity or our imaginations or our wonderings or ponderings. Because those always offer us way more shades of gray in our decisions or our choices, our values. And to a stressed out brain that's in a fast paced world, it doesn't want curiosity. Because it doesn't feel safe to have that space to explore. So for Method Madness this week, if you've experienced a lot of diets, if you've done the yo-yo dieting, Take a moment to write down on a piece of paper, what have I learned? And get really specific, okay? Because your brain is going to want to keep it real vague at first. I learned I don't like diets. (laughs) Great, what else? (laughs) I learned that I, I love carbs. Great, what else? After you've given yourself 10 minutes with a timer and writing down, what have I learned? Like, even write out specific diets. Which ones have you done? South Beach, Atkins, Intuitive Eating, the whole 30, three times, this year, this year, and that year. Write down those and then write down specifically, what did I notice? What were takeaways? Did I feel nicer during that 21 day you know, detox? Was that the first time I learned how to roast a sheet pan of vegetables? Have I carried that technique forward? Were there positives, were there negatives? Write it all out. This is how we start to dissolve away that method madness, where we feel like we have to, we're compelled, we're scared not to hang our hats on a certain method. And instead, we start to see oh, everything is data. Everything is information. And my big, beautiful brain can take that information and run with it. I'm not in a rush to figure myself out because there's nothing wrong with me. I might have certain desires. I might have certain values. And my job is to take my life day by day and notice what lights me up, what does work for me, what pushes me that I do, that I am proud of when I do it. Maybe everything isn't super duper easy, but where have I persevered and why did I persevere? What did that feel like? Where would I like to continue that? What's something new I'm intrigued by, by looking at this old information? I promise you, the majority of the answers that you are looking for when it comes to your health and wellness, you already have those answers. And that's not some like woo-woo, you have all the magic inside of you. There is some basic, remember the healthy habits, there's some basic information that most of us can use and utilize. And it might be new, tracking steps. Maybe you've never tracked your steps before. You never thought about how much movement you get day to day. That might be brand new information to you because you've been so focused on your diet before. Totally good, totally great. But until we start to get curious, until we start to say, okay, the hat stays on me this time. I'm not going to hang it on a certain method. You won't really know what information you already have. And I bet, because I see it time and time again, most of the information that you already have is the information that you think you need that you're looking for from the outside in so this is an invitation to go from the inside out and see what happens i promise you 
I promise you, it's pretty amazing what can happen when you do that. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you on next week's episode. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com. That's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.